at the heart of the faith, Lent and Fatima. A sermon by Father Michael Rodriguez, delivered on Quinquagesima Sunday at the conference, Fatima, the moment has come, in Dallas, Texas, February 2024. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. We begin by praying. Immaculate Virgin Mary, who being conceived without sin, didst direct every movement of thy most pure heart toward God, and wast always submissive to his divine will, obtain for me the grace to hate sin with all my heart, and to learn from thee to live in perfect resignation to the will of God. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Sweetheart of Mary, be my salvation. Most blessed Virgin, who didst keep in thy sweetest heart the precious treasure of the words of Jesus thy Son, and pondering over the sublime mysteries therein contained, couldst live only for God. How am I confounded by the coldness of my heart? O dearest Mother, obtain for me the grace of meditating always on the holy law of God and of seeking to follow thine example in the fervent practice of all the Christian virtues. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Sweetheart of Mary, be my salvation. O glorious Queen of Martyrs, whose immaculate heart was pierced by the sword, in the bitter passion of thy Son, obtain from my heart true courage and holy patience to bear well the trials and misfortunes of this wretched life. May I show myself to be thy true child by crucifying my flesh and all its desires in following the mortification of the cross. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Sweetheart of Mary, be my salvation. Today is Quinquagesima Sunday. The holy season of Lent begins in just three days. In this morning's sermon, I will present three basic ways in which both the message of Fatima and the season of Lent represent the very heart of our Catholic faith. Number one, the message of Our Lady of Fatima lays heavy emphasis on grace, sin, 
and man's eternal destiny, so too does Lent, so too our Catholic faith. In a profound way, we could get a very true sense of every aspect of our life, the purpose of our life, through these three great themes. God's grace, the sin of man, man's eternal destiny. How does the message of Fatima begin? May the 13th, 1917, the first apparition of Our Lady of Fatima. It begins with the eternal destiny of the three shepherd children and two girls known by Lucia being expressed by our Blessed Mother. So, at the very beginning, what is made clear is the eternal destiny of those five children. And then what happens next is that the children agree to endure all the sufferings which God chooses to send them in order to make reparation for the sins by which he is offended. Sin. Eternal destiny, sin. And then, right after that, our Blessed Mother assures the children, the grace of God will be your comfort. Grace. Grace, sin, man's eternal destiny. How does Lent begin? Genesis chapter 3, verse 19, quote, Remember man that thou art dust, and unto dust thou shalt return. Most certainly, this is the effect of man's sin. And these words that we will hear spoken in a very solemn way in just three days when we receive ashes on our forehead, these words and the ashes that we receive are one of the most profound signs that Holy Mother Church gives us in the entire year, calling us to reflect on our eternal destiny, on death and our eternal destiny, because at the moment of death, that's when our eternal destiny is going to be determined. There should never be a Catholic who receives ashes on Ash Wednesday that does not really take to heart the call from God and from Holy Mother Church to reflect on his or her eternal destiny. St. Alphonsus Liguori, Doctor of the Church, says the following, quoting him, No, we are not created for this earth. The end for which God has placed us in this world is this, that by our good works we may merit eternal life. Happy is he who lives with eternity always in view, with a lively faith that he must shortly die and enter into eternity. Oh, if only all of us as Catholics really believed this. Happy is he who lives with eternity always in view. 
with a lively faith that he must shortly die and enter into eternity. St. Teresa used to say that all sins have their origin in an absence of faith. Therefore, in order to overcome our passions and temptations, we must frequently revive our faith by saying, I believe in life everlasting. I believe that after this life, which for me will quickly finish, there is an eternal life, either full of delights or full of torments, which will be my lot according to my merits and demerits. Number two, the message of Our Lady of Fatima lays heavy emphasis on conversion, turning away from sin, and turning to God. So too does Lent. So too our Catholic faith. The Blessed Virgin Mary at Fatima calls us to stop offending God. This is central to the holy season of Lent. We could summarize the entire holy season of Lent. It's really the reason why we pray, why we fast, why we give alms, so we can better train our body and our senses, and also so that we can merit more grace from God, so that we can stop offending God. Blessed Mary at Fatima also calls us to Make reparation to God. Make reparation for our sins. Make reparation for the sins of others. Certainly, that's also what the holy season of Lent calls us to. To change our ways and to make reparation for our past sins. To make reparation for the sins of the world. And the Blessed Virgin Mary at Fatima, she calls us to truly love God. And to truly live for God. If we're weighed down by sin, if we're enslaved by sin, if our minds and our hearts are filled with the things of the world, we're never going to be able to truly love God and live for God. And we move now on to the final one, number three. The final one of the basic ways in which both the message of Fatima and the season of Lent represent the very heart of our beloved faith. Number three, at the heart of the message of Fatima is devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. In her second apparition at Fatima on June the 13th, 1917, the Holy Mother of God told Lucia, quote, my Immaculate Heart will be your refuge and the way that will lead you to God. Close quote. The purpose of Lent is to lead us to God and to heaven. May we always remember this and believe this so that we take Lent seriously so that we really make an effort to benefit from this holy season of Lent as never before. So that we make firm resolutions 
to be more faithful, more fervent in our prayer, in our fasting, in our almsgiving. I remind you, especially this is especially relevant for the Catholics, for those of you here that are not familiar with the traditional Latin Mass and the traditional practice of the church, Lent begins and it's 40 days of fasting. Fasting applies by the law of the church from those who are ages 18 to 59. So the Catholics that are 60 and over, strictly speaking, the law of fasting does not apply to them. But I strongly, strongly encourage Catholics that are 60 and over, make every effort to fast during the holy season of Lent. Our Catholic faith is not primarily a question of rules and what is the minimum, but rather reflecting on sin, grace, and man's eternal destiny. And sin, grace, and man's eternal destiny, if the 60-year-old or the 65-year-old or the 85-year-old is really believing and thinking about these things, surely that person is going to make every effort to fast. Because it's by fasting that they're going to be able to receive great graces that they otherwise wouldn't, to be able to overcome sin and to be able to merit a greater life in eternity. So, go, so to speak, deeper into your Catholic faith and have a great, we might say, appreciation for the holy season of Lent so that you can live it better than you ever have lived it before, calling to mind and reflecting the purpose of Lent is to lead us to God and to heaven. And obviously the purpose of our Catholic faith is to lead us to God and to heaven. It is the only way that will lead us to God and to heaven. Mary's most holy heart, her immaculate heart, was never stained with any kind of sin. It was always full of divine grace. It never existed for a moment, never existed for a moment without loving God. Its love for God exceeded that of all the hearts of men and angels. It is filled with zeal and vigilance for our salvation. The Immaculate Heart of Mary's desire for our salvation exceeds that of all the hearts of the angels and, and saints. St. John Eudes, he teaches us that basic devotion to the heart of Mary consists in, quote, Keep in thy heart the feelings which are in the heart of Mary, the mother of Jesus. Close quote. I'll repeat that. Hopefully all of you will remember this. It's not that difficult to remember. Again, a very basic teaching by one of the greatest saints devoted to the heart of Mary, St. John Eudes. And he tells us that basic devotion to the heart of Mary is keep in thy heart the feelings that are in the heart of Mary, the mother of Jesus. Put in other words, may your heart become more and more like the heart of Mary. Obviously, in so doing, your heart is also going to become more and more like the heart of Jesus. 
And then St. John Eutes tells us that the principal feelings in the heart of Mary are five. The principal feelings in Mary's heart are five. So that hopefully more and more we will keep these same feelings in our hearts. And those five are, number one, horror and abomination for every kind of sin. How our lives would be different, how the church would be different, if we truly had horror and abomination for every kind of sin. And that we wouldn't just be talking with our lips, for example, about God's mercy. But that we would also have very deep in our hearts and in our minds a horror. A horror and an abomination for every kind of sin. Especially the sins that are most grave. And this is one of the principal deep feelings, dispositions of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. An incredible mystery. The Immaculate Heart of the Mother of God. And St. John Eudes is summarizing for us the five principal feelings that are in that Immaculate Heart. And the first one is horror and abomination for every kind of sin. Number two, hatred and scorn for this corrupt world and everything pertaining to it. Three, the lowest possible esteem and even of scorn and hatred toward self. We could say humility. Recognizing that I am nothing. I am nobody. Without God's grace, I will fall into sin. Without God's grace, I will never make it to heaven. Number four, Profound esteem, respect, and love for all the things of God and His church. And number five, veneration and love for the cross, that is for privations, humiliations, mortifications, and sufferings. And I'll conclude by just very quickly saying just a few quick words about four and five. These also two great sentiments in the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Number five, I'll just repeat it and tell you, think about Lent. Because this is the purpose of Lent. One of the great purposes of Lent is to help this beautiful spiritual disposition that is central to the Immaculate Heart of Mary to help it grow in our hearts. And again, that is veneration and love for the cross. For privations, humiliations mortifications and sufferings. I've rarely come across a Catholic who has a love for humiliations. Just about every single Catholic I run into revolts against being humiliated. Fights against that, rejects that. Doesn't see the opportunity of God's grace to really grow in a veneration and love for the cross, for privations, humiliations, mortifications, and sufferings. And the fourth one is a profound esteem, respect, and love for all the things of God in His church. Remember this, because the message of Fatima is a message of profound esteem, respect, and love for all the things of God in His church, especially for 
the Lex Orandi and the Lex Credendi of the Catholic Church. The holiest and greatest things that we have in our Holy Catholic Church is the worship of the Catholic Church that comes to us from the Apostles 2,000 years. How dare would man seek to radically change that? And that is the story of our times in the aftermath of the Second Vatican Council. Profound esteem, respect, and love for all the things of God in His Church. The Lex Orandi of the Catholic Church, her Lex Credendi, her worship and her doctrine. Precious, precious treasures given to her by our Savior Jesus Christ for the salvation of souls and to lead all souls to heaven and to life everlasting. We pray. I ask you to respond. Pray for us. Virginal Heart of Mary, pray for us. Loving Heart of Mary, August Heart of Mary, Incomparable Heart of Mary, Peerless Heart of Mary, Generous Heart of Mary, Gentle Heart of Mary, Merciful Heart of Mary, Sorrowful Heart of Mary, Most Holy Heart of Mary, Most Pure Heart of Mary, Sweetest Heart of Mary. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2024. All rights reserved. We encourage you to join the 100 by 100 First Saturday Challenge at Fatima.org backslash 100 by 100. Help us make the full message of Fatima known, understood, appreciated, and obeyed by all. Live the message. R-C-S-O-S R for rosary, C for consecration, S for scapular, O for offer, S for first Saturday. That's a Roman Catholic SOS. And please support Our Lady's Apostolate with your donations. God is never outdone in generosity. May He reward you. Immaculate Heart of Mary, be our salvation.